You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. And so, but first, a look at uh, the markets and how your money moved today. Wasn't the best of starts for the week that uh, we have seen. I mean, we're used to really strong starts, particularly in January where we saw quite a number of record closes and record opens. We've got uh, Gary Boyson, Portfolio Manager at Rantswiss, for more on uh, what is a moving uh, markets. Gary, thanks so much uh, for your time. So not the blockbuster kind of start to the week that we have been accustomed to. Mind you, it's only been a month, so perhaps we shouldn't get too used to what happened in a single month. But just your thoughts on uh, what drove money today. I still think we're reeling from that uh, incredibly strong uh, non-farm payrolls report uh, from the U.S. on Friday. That uh, really, I think, is driving sentiment. And it's a strange case of uh, good numbers or bad numbers because we're all actually looking and trying to price in uh, what the U.S. Federal Reserve is going to do. So um, we had that, obviously, that jobs report coming out, you know, 517,000 new jobs added in January. The estimate was only for 187,000 jobs. Uh, we expected the unemployment rate to just start reversing. So it was sitting at 3.5%. We we wanted it to go to 3.6%, which would have shown that the, the U.S. Federal Reserve's uh, aggressive uh, rate hiking policy and the tightening of, of monetary conditions in the U.S. was having an effect on the underlying economy that you know, potentially businesses were spending less, there was less capex, things were becoming, capital was becoming a little bit more expensive and, and businesses were becoming a bit a bit more conservative um, and it went the other way completely. So instead of getting a move from 3.5 to 3.6, it actually got stronger. And the US labor market is now sitting at an unemployment rate of 3.4%, which is, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, a 53-year low. So what that has resulted in is just an absolutely stronger dollar. So what we're seeing is everything falling against the dollar. So we've got the dollar index up strongly. That's taken the shine off things like oil, which is down at uh, $80 a barrel. We've got uh, you know gold reversing, you know, probably $60, $70 from, from where it was trading on the back of that, that announcement. And of co- course, stocks, specifically U.S. stocks, they're, they're all on the back foot as well. So everything just uh, trying to reprice against a much, much stronger dollar as people expect. Uh, maybe the terminal rate for, for the Fed to be a little bit higher, starting to try and price in the fact that you might have uh, a decent yield on on uh, on uh, US dollars uh, a little bit longer than we expected. So that mm-hmm. that seems to be driving markets. It sent the Resi down, uh, you know, 1.46%, the Finney's off a percent, um, the Indies, Indies bucking, not bucking the trend, I don't want to say bucking the trend, but still down about one third of a percent, certainly the, the, the least, uh, the least, <laughs> the one that fell the least but uh yeah also index down 0.82 and the rand just blowing out against the dollar completely so we're at 1765 1766 currently sure and uh, not a pretty picture if you're looking to uh, travel um overseas anytime soon but i want to take a step back and uh, understand the market's interpretation of the u.s jobs numbers because those numbers yes came in really really strong But uh, we have seen inflation in the U.S. come down. In fact, uh, inflation has been coming down. I believe the last report was the the, the, the fourth or the sixth consecutive month in a row where we've seen the inflationary pressures come down. So on one hand, I'm thinking, doesn't that uh, show that perhaps the uh, increases in interest rates from the U.S. Federal Reserve has been working as well as the fact that uh you know the rest of the world has uh, smoothed out some of the other factors that have fed into inflation like the supply chain bottlenecks and the uh, closure of mm. the chinese economy which is uh, now reopened so 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 
My question to you is that, I mean, isn't the market seeing that inflation has come down and the fact that the uh, labor market is really strong, doesn't that just suggest that inflation is coming down, but the economy may not crash as hard as was initially expected? And that should be a good thing, right? Or are you guys looking at the strong (laughs) jobs numbers and thinking they could potentially be inflationary and then we're back to square one? Absolutely. So, so it, it, you would expect it to be a great thing, and and you you could have expected the interpretation to Jerome Powell is uh, pretty much uh, you know nailing that soft landing that he's been talking about. But uh, yeah, it's not yeah. how the market's interpreting it, and and I think part of it is you've kind of touched on a lot of very important points there. So, um, obviously, if you you followed the the, the press conference uh, after the uh, twenty five basis point rate hike we got on the first of February, um, you, you would have heard uh, you, you know uh, Jerome Powell speaking specifically about. The, the 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 benefits so so that inflation number coming down specifically because of the benefits in the in the goods market now the goods market is is responding to to low inflation it's not really responding to rate hikes it's upon it's responding to those supply chain uh, issues that that are starting to work their way through the system you know with the essentially China you know coming back into the global market you know production ramping up there that's having a downward pressure on on, on goods prices which is great because it brings down that headline number as supply chains have readjusted and, uh, you know, this is all very, very good for inflation. Unfortunately, it isn't addressing, I suppose, the most important or one of the most important concerns um, that the interest rate mechanism works on in an economy, and that's wage price inflation. Now, the way that interest rate hikes work through an economy are to get that jobs number up. It's to it's to to cool off the economy and freeze hiring. It's to see layoffs. It's actually to, to cool down the economy. That's how that's going to work, specifically in the service sector. Now, that isn't working a, as yet, which is why everyone's kind of interpreting this as, as saying, oh, wait a minute, if their jobs number is that hot, maybe they need to do a little bit more uh, to tame inflation. Now, th- there is a balancing act here because yeah, how much of the inflation numbers that have we seen are uh, we've been seeing previously are supply shock driven? How how many how many basis points of that that inflation number are coming through from uh, you know the supply chain disruptions? It's very very difficult to tell. It's a very murky picture, and it's exactly what the the Fed chief was saying um, in that that conference. This is not really a normal rate hiking cycle. If you go back through the history of 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 tightening cycles, there's no point where we just shut down an economy for a year and, and then and then try to restart it. This is a very abnormal situation because of the way that we responded to the coronavirus. That's why there's a lot of uncertainty about about what's happening. Now, you know, from our point of view uh, on the desk, we think that the the wage price so so basically lay, you know wage wage price inflation is going to come into the market now we're not seeing that yet and a lot of that I, I believe is because the the average american worker at this stage doesn't realize the power that they're holding with unemployment at, at 3.4% they can go and renegotiate for for you know above inflation increases they can demand more for their labor at the stage but with all the fear and the talks of recession it seems like it's not happening yet and we see that in, in in the wage uh, the wage growth numbers which are, are very very subdued so it doesn't seem like there's any inflation coming through from the labor market which is a little bit abnormal given where the sure. unemployment rate is and there is this expectation that it will lift at some point in the future so and and I think that's that's what the the Federal Reserve is looking at very very closely because they believe it will lift um, it's just not lifting yet so yeah it's it's very murky and and like I said I I would love to believe that it was just uh, you know a beautiful soft landing that we were witnessing and maybe this is a few days of temporary selling but uh, 
I, I get the sense that uh, this could push out, uh, you know, any any expectations of a rate cut, uh, you know, well into 2024, which which then mm-hmm. the market reaction is correct. Yeah, I'm thinking that uh, a lot of these uh, workers in the U.S. that you're talking about who are not uh, going to uh, ask for more um, Oliver Twist style in terms of pay (laughs) are looking at all the the job cuts that have been announced in the technology sector of late. I mean, the tens and thousands, every other company, every other day announcing that they're cutting jobs and properly uh, a lot of these workers are thinking, you know, perhaps uh, it's best to keep <laughs> quiet right now just to make sure that I keep a job. Uh, Gary, ultimately, bottom line, what does that all mean for us um, and where the yeah, RAND absolutely. goes to so from just, here? Just, just on your point, there, because that's the headlines that everyone is reading. Everyone is reading the headlines of recession. They're all reading that Microsoft is cutting jobs and Google is cutting jobs and everyone is trying to protect their own jobs. But in that jobs number where, where the real job growth were, were, was gained was was through leisure and hospitality, which added 128,000 jobs as the economies sure. get back get back get back uh, get back and working and people start moving around uh, moving around more so what what does this mean for south africa well unfortunately you know when we go into risk off trade you know when america sneezes the world catches the cold and you know all of financial markets these days are linked specifically you know if you look at the commodity prices and, and commodity markets. So we're feeling it in our currency immediately. As soon as we get a risk off trade, we see the currency blowing out. You know, we're going to feel it because the commodity sector is so important to South Africa. You know, our miners are incredibly important. And if we see a rampant dollar and we see, I suppose, the, the fear that uh, you know, we, we, we might see more aggressive interest rate uh, hikes uh, and that does cool off global growth a little bit, um, that is going to be felt locally as well because uh, you know, our, big, our big miners uh, are, are going to be affected by that. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it there. And uh, we'll have to wait and see and uh, hope for the best. But Gary, thanks so much for your insights. As always, uh, Gary Boyce and Portfolio Manager Transfers. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.